As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As this is Real Men Talk shit, how the hell have all of you guys been? We have an amazing guest, Nap, with us. What up, baby? He's been a mainstay in a lot of media and everything else. Had his own radio show for a couple years. And all around is a great fucking dude. Oh, thank you, man. That's too much. So before he introduces himself a little bit more, we do have a few sponsors. We have Reebok. Oh, boy, do we fucking love Reebok. There will be a link down in the description if you guys want to purchase some Reebok shoes. I will post the most recent or best sales clip in the description below, whether that's a code or just a link. Make sure to check it out. Um, we also have another huge sponsor, the UFC store. As well, there will be a link down in the description. If you guys want to check out some UFC merch, UFC clothes, anything like that, make sure to check it out down in the description below. I am so happy to be partnering with these companies. In all honesty, it's mind-blowing, in my opinion, to be partnering with million-dollar companies, let alone companies that everybody knows. Billion. Hey, who knows? So, first off, how the fuck have you been, man? Dude, Where I'm... have you been? Because, holy shit, you just completely disappeared from radio. You disappeared. Media silence. How the hell is everything going? Yeah, man. You know, it's, it's one of those things where you just kind of, like, hunker down uh you know life takes its course you kind of you go through the ebbs and flows of things and, and you just keep going through smiling and and that's exactly what i've been doing now so i had the controversial sports news that turned into controversial anything news show and now we're looking at this you know we're looking at this new new project that i'm working on there's a lot of really fun things that are going on and i, I absolutely cannot wait to talk to you about it man yeah, definitely. So I, I did want to announce one thing at the beginning. I will now be accepting your guys's questions, all the listeners, whoever the fuck wants to ask a question through Anchor, the app that this uh, podcast is produced on. You guys can leave me voice messages that I'm able to add into the podcast itself. If you guys want to ask questions, 
ask my opinion on them, Nap's opinion, or whoever the hell the guest is that week. Fuck yeah, make baby. Sh- make sure to leave one of those voicemails on Anchor. I believe you go to the podcast page itself, and it gives you an option to leave a voice message. So if you guys want a voice message played on the show, whether you guys want to shout something out or just ask a question, this show is for you guys. So make sure to do that. Real men talk shit. Exactly. So I have a question. What do you think real men talk shit means? Because I don't think a lot of people truly understand the nature of this podcast (laughs) and why it's there. It's a phenomenal question. Uh, I have absolutely no idea where you came up with the name. Loved it from the day I heard it. Uh, but I also wanted to, I, there's so many angles you can approach with that thing, dude. Like, dude, real men talk shit. Like when I get together with my buddies and there's no one else around, the kind of shit that comes out of my mouth could get me arrested. Exactly. That's the truth. That's what, that's kind of the basic idea I had was if you're in a friend group, which is what I want this podcast to be. I, I want it to be an open place where we can talk, have a conversation, and use our own stories and our own problems and everything else to use as armor for fucked up news stories that we could talk about in 20 minutes. But the entire idea of Real Men Talk Shit started around this podcast called Painkiller Already, which is one of the largest podcasts in the world. It has some of the largest content creators, including FPS Russia, Cool fucking dude. Love playing video games with him. Hopefully we hang out again, Kyle. Um, really, really cool shit. Being able to talk and explore like having a conversation with the guys. That's it. And it seems like nobody really is hitting on the ideal of it's just the guys hanging out or it's just a friend group hanging out. It's always, Oh, we're talking about sports or, Oh, we're talking about this and basing their entire branding off of it. Last week we had a, a, a Facebook streamer on who's fucking killing it. This week we have a radio host on. We could be talking about fucking politics. We could talk about my mom's fucked up life story. Fucking lizards, we could, man. We could be talking about anything. And that's what I wanted. I didn't want to pigeonhole myself into something small because you're going to run out of topics. You're going to run out of thoughts. We wanted to explore those. So I want to hit this hard going right into this. Let's go, baby. So the 16-year-old phenom, Greta Thunberg, (laughs) decided to join fucking CNN for coronavirus. Not, Not even fucking global warming or anything like that. But fucking coronavirus. Yeah, I so so I you know I'm just gonna come right out of the gate with this. Is like it's not right to hate a 16 year old girl because she's underage. But fuck her, I fucking hate that girl's guts. She sucks. It doesn't matter. This is gonna be a little obnoxious. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, this real men talk shit. Exactly. Shit. So when everybody was bagging on Baron Trump, I was like, that's fucking wrong. Because he doesn't have a platform to speak. Well, he's not allowed to. He's off on his own. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, he's literally not allowed to, though. He's off on his own. He's getting his life together. Let him do his own thing. Fuck you, Greta. Greta Thunberg decided to push herself into the limelight, whether that was her parents or her own choosing. Who the fuck knows? 
and actually have opinions in the public stage. The second you decide to have a public stage opinion, I can then form an opinion on you. And people may call me an asshole for that, but fuck you, piece of shit. 16. How dare me? How dare you? 16 year old whore. Sorry. No, it's not right. That's not right. No, that's actually fucked that's up. That's real. This, <laughs> this, this kid deals with extreme fucking mental issues <laughs> and mental health issues, and her parents parade her around like fucking show puppets. Yeah, she's the Macaulay Culkin <laughs> of the movement of global warming. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, 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 it's unbelievable what she's been able to do. She captivated an audience of people by being a young person. That's it. She brought zero skill to the table. She brought zero opinion. Nothing she said in her initial YouTube video that went viral was actually of, of anything of, of substance that people... The crazier thing is, a month before, she, w- she went on a verbal speech strike because she's autistic. Not a bad thing. Don't get it fucking twisted. Retard! Sorry. It's, it's... <laughs> but, uh, like... Don't get it twisted. She went on a verbal speech strike because she's autistic. Why are we going around being like, this is the person we should follow? We should be listening to everybody's opinions, not parading a child in front of everybody saying this is the only person we should listen to. Like, yeah, everything should change. Everything should be fixed. But we don't parade a child around. Yeah, she's like 16-year-old Steve Hawking. It's like, well, look at him. I kind of feel bad, but I really don't. Exactly. Like... Her parents use her as a show pony. And in all honesty, both of them are extremely left-wing, which is not surprising. They're both in the entertainment industry in, I believe, France and Denmark. And it's just sad. There's no reason this kid should be on CNN where she's on a global stage and is going to get destroyed. Yo, bro, bro, hold on a second. So she signed to CNN? Like, is this an official thing where she's going to now be on television for an hour spot or... Like, well, um, what's the deal? She doesn't have an hour spot. Let's see exactly what they're saying. Okay, go ahead. Pull it up. Uh, if I stop typing like a retard, we would be great. Yeah. Retard! Fuck you, Greta! CNN. Let's see. I know she's joining as like a panelist oh, for yeah. the pandemic and stuff. Oh, that's, that's what you get when you're a whore. Sorry, she's only 16. That's weird. Sorry, you're right. Real men talk shit. <laughs> yeah, she says that she's an expert. You're a whore, Greta. Yeah. <laughs> After believing she contracted the virus, although she's never been tested, she explains oh that my God. in her home of Sweden, <laughs> you don't get tested unless you're in need of medical help. So it's like oh so God. it's like she made up some bullshit excuse to be prominent in this whole situation. As hey, if she didn't she's do that already, right? She's doing the same fucking thing yeah. we are. I'm going to pile on the armor, guys. I'm going to pile on the armor. We're going to break down some more stories of a mine little, later on in the a episode. A little salt in Peppa. But you got you to gotta throw on those assault vests and uh, pack up that armor because, goddamn, if I could get a show on CNN, CNN's ratings might go up just a little yeah, bit. that's it. My man Zach, baby. So these fucking riots are getting out of oh, hand. Oh, well, I, I, I didn't know we were going to go there. Hey, I, I just want to go over it a little bit. Obviously, with us being from upstate New York, that's as in-depth as we go. Um, two Are you really from New York if you're up from upstate New York? 
no, no, not at all. You're like you're. I'm. But, I'm from the above Tappan Zee. I'm not from New York. No, if anybody says anything below Poughkeepsie counts as upstate New York, fucking buffoon. <laughs> but that's beside the point. So two fucking idiots from Greene County, New York, decided to <laughs> attempt to murder NYPD officers because they felt that the killing of this guy was wrong. Now, I'm not going to say the killing of the guy was correct. Don't get it twisted. The guy was a good fucking dude from what I saw. I'm not going to get on that because the killing of the guy was wrong. You don't need to kill somebody. When you're rioting and looting shit, you're a fucking piece of shit. If you're going to kill somebody because you think that killing a police officer is going to get you some sort of street cred, you're an even bigger piece of shit. I mean, in all honesty, dude, it it's very disturbing what's been going on. This is not a topic that I can make any kind of jokes about. So, oh, like, know. you know what I mean? It's so sensitive. Um, I had no idea you were going to bring this topic up, but now that we're here, oh, I sent well, it to you. That, I, I know, it to I saw, and I was like, all right, he's not going to bring that up because there's no way that there's no way. Oh, well, oh yeah. By the way, real men talk shit. So okay, here we are. You know, honestly, I'm so glad that you actually did bring it up because I want to say one thing and one thing only is that we are not the judge, jury and executioner of individuals. There is a justice system for a reason. And ultimately the cop that did what he did will get his justice. And unfortunately already, already arrested on charges. Yeah. Of murder. Third degree so, though. That's why everybody's going fucking nuts, dude. Everybody was Dude, third degree is bullshit. That. The max you can, it, yeah, max bullshit. you can get is twenty five years. There's no life sentence attached to that, and it's it's ultimately saying like, oh, you murdered somebody, but it might as well be manslaughter." That's but in all honesty, in all honesty, I don't know how many podcasts you've listened to with other people that have been in the prison system. So, if anybody thinks that this police officer is going to be going into no. jail if he doesn't go into the federal penitentiary. Let me just say that. If he goes into state pen, he's going to be dead within six years. Fed pen. He's got to go to fed. If he goes it, if he goes fed pen, he's going to live a cushy life. So completely. Dude, there's no, there's no offense or buts about it. Like there is absolutely no way that guy's getting away. I don't think they brought him up. He's going to get charged because there's no, if they don't charge him, if they don't charge him with a higher sentence and they don't charge him with a, with a, with a higher cause, he is going to uh, become the figurehead for the most, um, like the most ridiculous racial murder charge ever in the history of America. I mean, Rodney King ain't got shit on George Floyd because George Floyd died. Yep, exactly. And like they're sitting here comparing it to um, Ferguson, and they're comparing it to yeah, you Baltimore. can't. And I'm like, guys. You're discrediting it. You creating riots and you guys ransacking businesses are discrediting what you guys are arguing. I well, it you know I was just having the same thing. So so, real good friend of mine, mentor, uh, twenty years older than me, guided me all through my life. Uh, African American man, be- beautiful person inside. He's a man. 
beautiful, beautiful men. I'm just saying, like beautiful men inside and out. Yeah. And and when when we were talking today, he felt compelled to just start talking about this. I, 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 like literally, yeah. it, it came out of nowhere. We're talking about business, sales, um, you know, people that we work with, all of these great things. And then all of a sudden, he was like, "So, so here, man, I gotta listen. You, you listen to this real quick." George Floyd, and I was like, "Oh, come on, Daryl, don't do don't do this to me, yeah. man." And he was like, "We we got to talk. We got to talk." And and so the conversation is this: this happened, obviously provoking the seriousness of the situation, and and of course, people are now going to be asking for justice. In no way, shape, or form has justice ever come. In the in the form of rioting, burning buildings, precincts, threatening to kill other individuals, like no one, no one's looking at that, going like, "Hmm, you know what? We need to change some shit." Everyone's saying like, "Holy fuck, we need to, we need to, we need to get down there. We need to get national guard ready and stop these people from fucking shit up." How do you build up a country, or even a town? Or, or however small you want to talk about microeconomics-wise. How do you build something up when every single time something goes wrong? Like, like think of a child, you know what I'm saying? And every single time they spill a cup of milk on the table, you go fucking berserk. What's going to happen? great analogy, man. That is a great analogy. That's a, that is truth. Like, when you teach your child... The extreme to be afraid of yeah, everything. You scream at them. That child's never going to succeed. That child's always going to be afraid of being screamed at at the minimum. Yeah, my two year old, he peed on the floor and I took him by both of his arms and I threw him through the sheetrock. And I'm always wondering, like, is that is that going to affect him? I have no idea. Exactly. That That's humor, people. Just so you know. <laughs> but it, it's just like. I think I think uh, a black leader came out after. Fuck Ferguson, you, Greta. And they're like, <laughs> you guys, you guys are burning down your cities. You guys are burning down your businesses that are in your town. Why are you sitting here complaining when we all could be building this together and being like, we're we're going to improve from this. We're not going to keep going well, down. That's the problem, bro. There is no leadership in those kind of operations, those organizations of people that are doing what they're doing. There's no leadership whatsoever. There's some fucking asshole with weird hair at the corner of some block yelling over a megaphone, telling people like, fuck shit up. I can't breathe. Fuck shit up. Did you did you hear the guy who was ranting and raving the um the socialists? Uh, anthem or whatever it is, talk about break your chains, have your freedom. Oh, I haven't. I, like, obviously, I honestly I have not heard anything about that, but I believe it. So you want to become you want to become socialist and communist because of a problem in in the government? What the? Fuck? We are a non-racist podcast, by the way, right? Yes. So now we're gonna go on to. Uh, some more stuff and this will lead into your topic as well so i believe when i first met you i was doing a youtube series called shrouded secrecy oh zachary so 
You're very ta- you're very talented. I, you're multi you're multiverse, bro. You've always been you've always been dabbling and going in in and out. And I remember I remember when I first bought my mixer and I I had the microphone and the radio show and everything was set up and I just remember showing you everything and you just looked like a kid with his his eyes wide open. You were just looking at foaming at the mouth like, "Oh my god. I need to get me some of that." Yeah. Well, I've wanted this for a long ass fucking time. But uh, I was doing a show based off of the hidden stories and breaking down of what possibly could have happened during some of the hardest times, like JFK, Chernobyl, and a whole bunch of other things. And one of the episodes was an actual family friend of mine that was shot in a cop shooting, which... Now I honestly feel a little different on. So I think as you grow, your opinions change a little, a little bit. bit. But it's insane to me to have something that close to me, literally somebody that I've had in my house and hung out with for hours and everything else. But because he was affiliated with gangs, he ended up getting shot in the back. Now, honestly, I think that's Is a he alive, shooting. bro? No, he's dead. He he was killed by the police in Long Island. And uh, it's it's crazy. But in the grand scheme of things, it's like when you're that influenced by violence and everything else around you, what is a good problem and what is a bad problem? And I think that line gets grayed and scary a lot and i think we don't give everybody as much of a pass as we give ourselves dude like if i break my foot i'm gonna call myself a retard if i go run a stop sign and get pulled over i'm gonna call myself a retard hold you hold yourselves accountable for the things you're doing and understand that if you're going through and being like, hey, shit happens. I was in the wrong. How can I fix this? A- and give up your information and do the things that you're supposed to do. How much easier are a lot of these situations going to be when you're not resisting arrest? Yeah, but but here here we are again, Zach. This is this is the most underrated question in America right now, which is you have white skin and so do I. When you get pulled over. What happens versus what happens if you have black skin? But is that is that companies like CNN coming out and, and portraying and skewing stories? Because we even had people like Little Wayne and stuff coming out and saying it's not any different. It's never been different. Is it just because there's such a skew on it right now? that we're not being genuine with what's happening or is it really, really bad right now? And, and that's not for me to answer. I don't believe in white privilege. I feel like anybody really can talk about anything. So I don't agree with that specific ideal, but I think honestly, if, if we look at it without any right bias or left bias, there could be an increase or decrease and it's not really going to change anything. 
You know what I'm saying? When, when you take everything out of it, it's just something happened. Something bad happened. Why can't we just say something bad happened? Are you still there? Oh, I'm here. I'm sorry about that. I, you know, I don't want to be cynical about the whole situation, though. It's almost like uh, were these things going on prior to all of the problems that we're seeing today? Absolutely. Like, there's no, there's no events of attitude. That's what it's been stated. These were things. So, all the only thing that's changed is the focus. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Is like, is it really getting worse, or is it just being focused on? Whether it's the minority or the majority, it doesn't matter at that second. It's just, is it being focused on more? And since Obama was in office, it seems like it's gotten worse. Yeah. And it's been, it's been portrayed more and more and more. And it's like, can we, can we just be honest with each other? Can we, can we just blindly be honest with each other and say, hey, let's all work together. Let's all get everything done correctly and stop hating on everybody. I don't know about you, but I, I, I can honestly Google my town and see more people saying I hate white people than any racist supposedly that live. Well, you, you also are a part of the country that is very much still uh, you know, suffering from slight segregation. And, and it's true, man. Come on down to Long Island, New York. It's fucking, it's all loaded with people. It's 22 million people on the island. You get, there's no such yeah. thing as like a school without diversity anymore. And, and that, you know what? That is fucking awesome. There shouldn't be a school without diversity. You know what I mean? You know, I said, oh, I said the same thing. I grew up like, in I... a predominantly black, um, a predominantly black and Hispanic high yeah. school. My school was my elementary school up until sixth grade, which it was a weird elementary school, was 50 50. My best friend, as I talked in the first episode, my best friend's brother committed a murder probably about three, four years ago. Your best friend's brother. And mother's cousin, yes. niece, motherfucker. No, like this kid was in my house. This kid was actually did he, a part of my friend. Did group. he give you the old uh, sock puppet in a butthole? Okay. No, no. But that, that would merit death. I'm just. But saying. uh, like fifty-fifty though. You know what I'm saying? I I understand where a lot of people's arguments are, but I also understand that if you're attacking it and being like, "Hey, let's fix this," and not, "I hate everybody because of it," there's a big difference there. There's a fucking huge difference. Are you kidding me? It's fucking the, everything you just said is it? It's it's unreal to even think. That here we are in 2020, that we're still having the same conversations that they used to have behind closed doors in 1990. But then you have like, you know, yeah. I, I hate to say this, but it's like Rodney King, right? That was the first for my age, for my age group. You know, I'm in my 30s, my age group. But, but you know, just for having this conversation nowadays, because everything's so fucked up mentally, you're considered racist for having this conversation. Yeah, as you're a not white allowed man. to talk about. It. Yeah, what you're not allowed the, to. Be, you're not allowed to think that things are unjust anymore. You're absolutely correct. <clears throat> it's just like can can we not all the, just be okay, Zach? You can don't we know all the just struggle, be happy? bro. Neither, neither do I. Neither no, do I. No. And you know what? I there is. I am sympathetic towards the fact that 
everything that you're talking about right now is a hundred percent true. Like you cannot fathom what it's like to walk around with a different color of your skin because you can't, you literally cannot because you don't have that color skin. If you spray painted yourself black tomorrow and walk down the street, the looks that you got and the ridicule you got are not even remotely close to what the like the nasty underground feelings are towards a person with naturally black skin. I, don't I, know, I, I mean, I you really don't, don't feel that way. You don't maybe feel that way. I don't I, feel that way, but there's people out there that feel that way. way. But I like I, I have a friend on my friends list who is a writer for the Huffington Post, and I'm like, come on, man, I, I just want to have a conversation. Like, and that's part of this. That that's part of real men talking shit is having a conversation that's meaningful, and having a part of a conversation that could change the way somebody thinks of something. Well, we're not Joe, we're not Joe Rogan. We're not allowed and, to have opinions. Hey, and it's like the part of that that nobody understands is we're now hated, both me and you. Not based off of our intelligence, not based off of how much we care about somebody or care about the world. We're now hated because we're a white, straight yeah. male. You're a white, straight male. And if you don't wave and you don't do everything right, you're considered racist. It's true. Or if you talk to a female, like I could talk to my wife and somebody sees that I talk to her incorrectly a little bit in their opinion. I could joke around with my wife, call her fucking, fucking biggest or whatever. Fuck you, Greta. And I'm a sexist. What 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 is this world coming to? It's not everybody hates everybody. Oh, sometimes where the fuck did that come from? Meaning, if you know what I mean. (laughs) But as I was saying, shrouded secrecy. So I I thoroughly enjoyed breaking down the stuff that people didn't see. So as I talked on last up last episode or the episode before. I was asked to teach a class on JFK. I'm going to go over this quickly, just so that way, whatever. Um, so I broke down JFK as my first episode because I felt at least getting all my thoughts out and getting everything into a video. Wait, so real men go talk enjoy that shit video. about the JFK assassination? The first episode? Yeah. I told um, oh, last episode. You know what? I haven't listened Not to the last the first episode, episode yet. That sucks. I would have loved to hear that. Hey. Hey, go back and listen to it. I'll send you the yeah, clip. Yeah, we should talk you, about real men to. talk shit about pussy versus blowjobs. Hey. Anyway, Ugh. JFK. So, what is, this, what is this thing that you have going on? Because uh, I guess... Shrouded secrecy definitely yeah. lends itself to that. I mean, ultimately, ultimately, I have tried to keep a shroud of secrecy because I feel like I am, I am diving into an untapped market. I don't want to put anything out in the ether because I don't want anyone else to steal my sunshine. Well, what you're saying is you're going to become <laughs> the next Alex Jones, right? Yeah, controversial it will definitely be, but no, man, I um. You don't want to talk about how the frogs no, are being turned gay? No, by I'd rather like, talk about like how frogs give everybody hepatitis C because they lick the wrong way. But are you sure <laughs> the frogs aren't becoming gay? 
<laughs> the frogs are gay. Yeah, so look, man. Here it is. So the, the name of the podcast is The Weight of Greed. The Weight of Greed. W-O-G. The social links will be down. The social links will be down in the description below underneath the podcast, also on the Facebook post. If you guys want to go follow that, even before we post an episode, that would be great. Please go check it out. When oh, it comes it's gonna, out, it's going to be, be absolutely huge. fantastic. So, so, look, man, there's like there is currently a wave of awesomeness that's going on with the true crime movement. Um, there's a show called Up and Vanish. Up and Vanish was able to take an unsolved murder. And within 13 hour long episodes, they were able to discover who the killer was of a girl of a, of a, of essentially what was a closed case. So I, I, I'm going to make a joke on this, but I know the perfect answer for this is that bitch Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin, fucking bitch. Titties. It's the only answer I have. Yeah, real men talk Has shit. Has to be Carol Baskin. Um, the premise of the show is scams, right? So true crime, true crime, Yeah, 100%, the hottest topic in the world, always has been, always will be. Something about something about taking it to the ultimate level of murder, which, by the way, I would love to talk about this with you because I, I want to get your take on this. But what is it that you think drives people to true crime, especially when it comes to Young women, white, black, Latino, Asian, it doesn't matter. Well, the, the, the ethnic demographic wouldn't matter in that sense. When okay. you have a young female, uh, fucking take it, people. Fuck whatever, you, Greta. Don't, don't care. Um, yeah, fuck you're you, poor. Greta. It's all your fault. Um, you're going you're gonna to deal with those bouts of psychosis especially if you have even a little bit of mental health issues so i feel like a lot of them look at it to see if they could get away if they could do it and get away with it and then you have a lot of older men or people that are hated on by their mothers or hated their mothers or their mothers were whores and then you have the older guys that fall into the same category but notice how very young guys don't fucking care well that that's just traditional america bro i mean when we're when we're young we don't give a fuck about anything then we as we get older everything matters all of a sudden well it's just it's super interesting i I don't know if you know yeah i know gainer chuck is gary v baby fuck it yep one of the best creators out there right now if you guys haven't checked him out make sure to go check him out he's one of the driving factors of making sure that i am as mentally okay as i possibly can be to do this show just that driving factor of i need to get this done and goddamn finding somebody with the same drive i have is absolutely you know what's beautiful about gary v though is that his mantra is just fucking do it man like he's literally the nike walking slogan he's a white guy from new york 46 years old got kids got a wife but he made it you know, he made a fucking wine television show and turned it into a multi-million dollar platform and then branched out and sold that and sold that. Not even just a wine television show. He started out in his parents' wine business and yeah. turned it into a billion dollar company. Like I was telling my wife about it and I was like, here we go. Throwing shade at my family. 
Uh, As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A family member decided to post about how their parent was so good at business because they're exhibiting all of the things Cuomo wants with uh, temperature checks before they come in the, Fuck you, Greta. the store and everything else. And you don't watch the fucking show, so it is what it is. I know because I would have gotten jokes about the fucking story I told three episodes about how I was jerking off and you decided to walk into my house. Um, <laughs> so, no, it wasn't three episodes ago. It was the second episode with my wife. Fucking awesome episode. Make sure to go listen to that one because it has some really good fucking stories. So she was talking about how the the standards Cuomo has set really has shown how good of a business leader my family member is and i i looked at my wife i was like they're doing okay they're doing okay but she's on facebook complaining about how she's not making any money and doesn't have any money because of said problem because of COVID. So by good business is it prostitution i'm, like, I'm just curious it is real no, men talking no. shit so i'm just curious Ex- exactly continue it's just, it, it's mind-baffling to me that people feel that somebody who has worked a business for 30 years and may and has probably like 50 to 70K liquid, yes, you're doing good, but you're not the best person in the world to take fucking business advice <laughs> from. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I want business advice, I want a story of somebody who took a family business or built something themselves and Dude, now I'm... is exploding. I don't want business advice from somebody who's barely making it you 30 know, I years want, after I want starting. to stop you right there only because, from my own personal experience, there are people that have gone through experiences. And when they share those experiences, with you, they become your experiences, right? So even though she's a failure and then she eventually became a success and it took her 30 years to do it, there's probably a lot of valuable information from. No, she's doing good. 
always has done good, has owned her house for like 25 years. I'm not saying she's doing bad. I'm saying when you when you're gonna go and try and build a business and find out those ideals and how to build a business, you don't need somebody to tell you how to start an LLC. Right. That's a Google search. That's what somebody who's making a hundred thousand dollars. If you were to, 30, if you were to Google that to right now, could, I guarantee you there's a hundred and eighty-four videos on YouTube. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is like, if you're talking to somebody who has 75k liquid, then okay, yes, you you made a business. You're doing good. You're doing good. I'm not. I'm not going to diminish that. But you're not somebody who started a business with nothing and is now a millionaire from that business through failing and gaining and failing and gaining and failing and gaining. One person out of those two has immense thought behind what he's saying and what he's doing and can teach you those things and the other one can tell you how to yeah, start an LLC. You know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate but everybody nowadays has a platform it doesn't matter like we're on a podcast right now dude and there's some dude in Missouri that hit play on this thing and he was like you know what fuck it 38 minutes in I'm going to keep listening because I like the way that guy Zach sounds whatever the reason is and ultimately that's what it all comes back to is that you you're doing you're doing it and it, it doesn't matter like you are 100 oh, percent like if this podcast was to take off tomorrow you're doing it like you're so your friend your family exactly. member that you're talking about or gary v obviously gary v is the most extreme situation you could possibly ever imagine because there's nobody else yeah at least to my knowledge has done what he's done he was literally nobody and he was working on his parents' vineyard. It's just, uh, you know. That's what I'm saying is so interesting is like, everybody's like, oh, well, this person in my family or my parent did this. If I'm going to get information from somebody, I want it from the best oh, person in that fucking field. I don't want it from Joe Schmo down the street who's making 50K a year. I want it from the person who's my, my mentor from zero shared to something million. with me a couple of years back and I, I feel like I'd be doing everybody a disservice if I did not share this, which is experiences where experiences where most knowledge is birth. Right. So like you go through something, the mm -hmm. trials and tribulations of what that is, that's what brings about the knowledge about a certain problem or a certain product or a certain anything. It doesn't really matter, but the fastest way to grow experience is through reading no and reading and to you fail. can read a book written by somebody yeah. who's failed ten thousand times and you've learned what not to do nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine 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 times but also understanding that it's okay to fail and if you fucking fail like i have eight fucking times with different gaming channels and gaming teams and shrouded secrecy even or even podcasts that i had before it's changing the way you you market yourself and the way you decide to change what you're doing and do you a little do you bit listen of luck, to yourself obviously but those okay uh it depends because in the grand scheme of things I don't like listening to myself because I sound very much like my father and my father's a piece of shit. 
So I have so much hatred for my father. I don't like listening to myself because hey, I Dad, sound very fuck similar. you. Here I am. It's me. Exactly. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I said that. Not that piece. No, I, you know, I always ask. I always ask myself um, when I had the radio show and everything was going great. And, you know, unfortunately, I had to bow out like, yeah, there was nothing wrong with the radio show. There was nothing wrong with my performance. Nothing wrong with the station. I just moved on. And I do have a question, and, and you don't have to answer it. I'm kind of springing this on you. What were your your viewership numbers? Absolutely no Or did you not have that information? Thing. But what I do know is that because we were a live FM radio station, uh, you never knew who was listening, yeah. but every now and then you would get the random caller that was driving in and he was like, Hey man, what song were you just playing? Like, what was that, bro? Your fucking show is so funny. You know? And they're like, Hey man, I would love to get you on the air, but you just said, fuck, fuck, fucking fuck. Uh, I'm not sure I can put you on dude. <laughs> you know? That must've been like, I looked at local radio stations to see if there was anybody I could get syndicated through. But that must have been so interesting to have something that was syndicated. Dude, same thing with the even podcast, to a local right? area. Like what we're doing right now. It's the excitement of the fact that you're being recorded, what your voice is saying, what you what you are dictating to your audience is going to be locked in wherever you post your RSS feed forever, man. I mean, that's and so something so beautiful yeah. happens when you're doing live radio. Like live radio, you don't know if you're talking to 10,000 people or two, right? You have no idea. But there was something yeah. so magical about that experience. And then every now and then you'd get a call from a random person in the middle of nowhere. And he was like, fuck Ray Rice, bro. You hit women, fuck you. You know, like I would just, you would cover certain topics and and no one would ever call in. Sometimes I get calls like, multiple calls it's just a, it's such a beautiful and majestic way and medium of communicating with people i hope that radio never dies it's on its way out i guarantee you that well in the grand scheme of things if you think about it a talk radio show is the same exact thing we're doing now yeah i mean ultimately I, I mean anyone that's listening to this podcast and is like you know what i'm 43 minutes into it and i'm interested I mean, obviously, that that is someone that you've you've been able to gravitate. But there's there's a lot of people out there. Like, I, I yeah. always wonder. Like, I watch Joe Rogan's podcast every now and then, and I'm like, also, on that note, congrats, yeah, Joe, dude. on the fucking Spotify deal. That's fucking awesome. It's going to have opportunities for every single person now that does a podcast that has any little bit of following. You now can sell yourself. Yeah, I, so I, thank I personally, you. when it comes to the podcast market and radio, I, I, I love it. I love the medium. I love the ability to be able to talk your piece and say what you want in your view, whatever it has been. But ultimately, where I'm going with, with my projects, my career in podcasting or radio is going to have to be in a some kind of um, and uh, what do they call it anthology? You know, I want an anthology, yeah, uh, show that's going to focus on different scams in America, and that's ultimately where like I would love yeah. to focus a lot of my time because 
Scams already piss off a shit ton of people, including yours truly. Like you get a phone call from the 877 number yeah. and you're like, all right, fuck it, I'll answer it. And they're like, hello, my name is Joe. Your warranty is up at May 29, 2020. Motherfucker, like, seriously, are you fucking kidding me? If this is a real warranty call, do you not think they would use a robot? Like, come on, man. Like, I, I've gotten a few of these calls. And uh, mainly, I'll, I'll go into a story here. Okay. Ask questions as you, as you will. Um, my parents were very, very bad with money. And my mom had an extreme anxiety disorder to the point where she thought it was the kid's job to answer the phone. So anytime the electric company called or the car company called or the car was being repoed and that call happened or the car insurance bill wasn't paid, I normally would answer the phone because I'm the oldest. So what I would do with them is I'd be like, hello, this is Joe Spank. Yeah. You spank it. We bank it. How may I help you, please? And you know how many hang-ups I got? Because they just don't expect Nothing. it. What are they going to answer to that? Because if, it, if it's an actual problem, they're going to have this recorded. And whatever company you're calling from is not going to want to hear about how you're calling Joe Spank Bank. Or you have a lot of these companies who have no idea what the fuck you're saying. So it's just super interesting to me. And that's something I wanted to add to the show at some point, if possible. Still checking on the legal shit because, you know, that shit's fucking horrible. About doing yeah, kind of phone calls. Like when you brought up the whole Greta thing in the beginning of the show, it would have been great if we had a sound clip of Greta. And then, and then, and then yeah. nap, and then nap. Going, How dare Fuck you? you, Greta, you whore. But you know what I'm saying? Like that shit either can set you up for being extremely anxious <laughs> or for you being fucking hilarious. If you get one of those people to answer to this is Joe spank bank, you spank it. We bank it. How may I help you? What happens if they answer that? It's like, I'm sorry, <laughs> sir. What happens? And it's like from under cheese, Gino. <laughs> What are you doing, you fucking cunt? Ugh. It's just, it's, it's so interesting. And I would love that. That was the major marketing idea behind this show was making people laugh through memes and posts. So that way they share them. And then whoever decides to read the shared post, click on the page. Follow Dude, the page I, I, I because it, that's what happens. I honestly thought it was very interesting if, that if you said in the beginning that. of the podcast, and I've listened to you on other shows, is like you don't want any barriers. But 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 ultimately, no. I, I want to be ultimately the barriers are what create an audience, right? Like Joe Joe Rogan. Yeah. I mean, I know I brought him up like twice already, but like Joe Rogan's his show. No. But he's what, the biggest person what doing. he's doing it's what he's doing is compartmentalized win. believe it or not even even if you're gonna say like joe rogan can have anybody on from any fucking walk of life blah blah, blah. 
Yes. So Joe Rogan's podcast is Joe Rogan comedy comedy with Open. individuals with each individual successful show. parts of the world come in and they talk to him because why? Because it doesn't matter what walk of life yep. you're from, dude. You could be from the slums of of Brooklyn to the outskirts of Missouri. Everybody loves listening and hearing from people that are successful. It's the truth. It's the truth. And so ultimately yeah. what, what his show is, is yep. famous people who made it. Here's what's on their mind today. That's compartmentalizing, believe it or not. I know it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also so open, but it's compartmentalized via each individual episode. You can sit there and read the tags in the show and be like, I'm not going to like this one. This one has Bernie Sanders in it. And because it has Bernie Sanders in the title, Dude, you understand. When he, when hey, he, there's an episode nice of, uh, of his podcast where he talks about Fear Factor. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, Dude, it yeah. made him eat cockroaches. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard why it was canceled because Joe Rogan basically walked off the set and he was like, I will not host this fucking thing. This is crazy. The story behind why Fear Factor was canceled was the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. So, obviously, I, I brought it up, so I guess I will tell the story. They were doing this duo show, I guess. Could be wrong with the little intimate details of this. If it's wrong, go Fuck fucking you, Google Greta. it. Don't be a bitch. Fuck you. Y you know what I'm talking about. You can Google it. It's not hard. So they were doing some sort of challenge where they had to eat things. And these two girls ended up getting an entire picture yep, of donkey cum, I believe, or donkey piss. Uh, it and was, it was one it was semen. Other. Yeah, it was semen. They ended up getting the cum and they had to drink. Yeah, they had to drink full beer steins worth of semen. And that story i was if you ever like, hear joe rogan's take on that insane. it's so funny dude like he was like are you fucking kidding me you guys are making these girls do this like what the fuck it's it's insane that was accepted on national syndicated television on fox but you, yes, you can't can. say comedy central on tv with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yes, but what I'm saying is like because of the ratings, Channels like Fox won't let you say fuck. They won't show blood. They won't they won't actually make a show feel realistic 
because they they want to fit that PG-13 mold. It's just, it's insane to me that Fear Factor, of all things, one of the largest shows at that time, was able to do things that were so fucking far out there, but you're still not able to say fuck That's and true. be one of the larger shows on television still. Greta. It's just, it's super interesting. Greta Thunberg. Super, super interesting. So, as we were uh, getting the show together, you said this interesting thing and said that I'm very, I was very introverted when you met me in person. And that was no, really interesting. It, well, to me. Well, so, well, why don't you break that down? Great. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't realize you were going to just go right into it. Um... What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm changing up. No, the no, a I just bit. you know the way you Fuck the way it. you were like, oh yeah. By the way, this is me. Fuck you, Nap. Here we go. Explain to me why you think I was an introverted piece of shit. Um, no, you were just uh, yeah, your exactly. posture, the way that you carry yourself, uh, very introverted in mannerisms. But something something beautiful has come yeah, out of the definitely. the the necessity that you feel driven you. You know, so, dude, this is what's so exciting about being on this podcast with you right now is, like, needless to say that we used to live in the same building, like, five years ago, whatever. But you, out of all of my friends, all of my friends, all the people that I know, all the places I've been, all of it is, you've consistently driven to getting on some kind of a platform that creates revenue for you. Because you do not want to have to, you don't want to be yeah. part of the system, and I respect the fucking shit out of that dude. Well, it's not even the system. It and Hello, everybody's faggot. gonna call me an asshole and a fuck you, Greta. Shit, whatever. But I, I want this, and I feel like because of the stories and and the life experiences I've had. I can share things with people, whether it's humor, whether it's a life story, whether it's so intellectual that they fully don't get it, but, you know, it helps them understand something. Or it's a conversation like we had about race earlier. I feel like I can add something to the world here. Whereas if I was working a nine to five, what the fuck am I adding? Why am I going to work a nine to five when I have, I have intelligence? I have when I have humor. Yeah, I may be ugly as shit, but I actually can hold a conversation. I can actually sit there and joke around with somebody and get get somebody's joke who may be five or six levels. I am. Deep. I am. I'm. I'm right there Just with like you, I dude. Am. I've always been like one of those people that viewed myself as pretty intelligent, and it, the problem is, is that yeah. At the end of the day, you have to make a living in the world, right? So I I used to work in a deli. And then from the yeah. deli, I went to the seafood market. And from the seafood market, I became a busboy. And then from the busboy, I became a waiter. From the waiter, I went to college. And then I got a waiter job at college. Yeah. And then I became a bartender. Then I was bouncing and I was bartending. And then before you know it, I got my mathematics degree, physics degree. And now I am selling plumbing equipment. But I'm making a shit ton of money doing it. And it's so hard for me to say, like, you know what? I'm going to put 48 hours of my time into a podcast. When I'm 
where I'm making well above six yeah. figures and I have a beautiful have house, kids, and you know, you know what I mean? It's it's very, very tough, but that's the system they created for us. Yeah. Is that people like me, no matter how intelligent and how awesome you think you are, Elon Musk is like the busk of like the buck of the system. He was like, fuck you. I'm smart. I'm gonna do crazy shit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. You need that one person. And hopefully, as as I told you earlier, hopefully the one important person hears this episode or hears last episode or hears the episode. You that have a porn, I have star, a porn on star on the podcast? On the fucking podcast. Yes, I fucking did. Who had 15 million views on Pornhub. Fucking hilarious, dude. Stoned out of his mind the entire episode. Hopefully we get him back on when he's sober. But it was fucking awesome. Like, it's just... Dude, you know what's so fucking crazy? Like, I love that. I have not heard that episode, and I am laughing inside right now because I'm just saying to myself, like, how awesome of a world that we live in where a guy who lives in upstate New York can can link up and create a podcast for the fucking porn star and then, and actually have an intelligent conversation with the person. It's like, hey, you know, well, what's your career aspirations? Well, I want to have sex with 3,000 females before I collect hepatitis B. Well, no. His porn was super interesting, too, because it was non-sexual porn. It was derogatory towards him, and it ended up being um, his... I guess it was him and his friend that went all in on this thing. What happened? All right, all right, all right. Let's go. Yeah, just in case someone's listening and to the show and not listening to the one prior. Okay. So his porn star name was Lazarus Tube. It's the third episode in the podcast RSS feed from Real Men Talk Shit. There's the other ones that are on there, obviously, as well. So it'll be the third one from the bottom of Real Men Talk Shit. Third episode of Real Men Talk Shit. His name was Nick. Cool fucking dude. The first 10, 15 minutes, fucking rock solid episode. I ended up clipping it and sending it to the people that I'm trying to hopefully get to invest in this show. And uh, he completely broke down why he did porn. His friend group kind of went all in together on everything they did. So one of them did drugs. They all fucking did drugs. They decided to do something. They all fucking did something. So it was super interesting to me to be like, what is non-sexual? Would you sign off on something that you didn't enjoy? Or um, it was essentially female domination. One of the videos, she was sitting there pissing on him with his head on the toilet. Um, one of them, he was laying underneath the couch at the start of it and slid out and said, yes, uh, I believe goddess or something like that. This porn channel ended up getting taken down, but like super interesting. Dude, how like, awesome would it be if you just played a sound clip of him getting pissed on right now? Um, can't. It's all privated. That's what, one of the things I asked him on the episode was like, why? Why did not go back and continue? Fucking 15 million views on Pornhub. For getting pissed huge. on? <clears throat> yeah, dude. There's some fucked up people out there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's just, it's super interesting. So 
that's what I'm saying is like, I know in the grand scheme of things, one of these because of my effort and hopefully if you decide to uh, continue on and join up with me and become a dynamic duo, especially with these sponsors. I don't care about the sponsors, dude. I want to fucking support you. I want to see you blow up. Hey, you don't have to support me. It's just if you decide to come on, it's supporting us. Fuck you, Greta. I just I want somebody to put in the same effort that I have. Exactly. But it's just like I know in the grand scheme of things, I will succeed at some point. Oh, dude, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just that that amount of effort that you know at some point. You're going to get there. You'll get there. And you know what what the beautiful thing? So when I asked you before, do you listen to yourself? The reason why I asked that question is because if you don't listen to yourself, there's no way you're ever going to grow. You have to listen. You have to listen to yourself and be like, "I fucking hate the way yeah, I came off right exactly. there." I should have said X. And then next time you're approached with that situation, your brain yeah. is so much faster than your mouth. Your brain, ah, uh, don't say that. Do this, and boop, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, all of a sudden you're gonna correct what you're gonna say. I mean, ultimately, what it comes down to is production, right? This show already has so many views. It already has so many this. Yeah. But production value is what pushes the show further than the guys around them. Like that, that is, girls and gals. Sorry, sorry. That was uh, that was a biggest exactly. remark. But you know, like, like, yeah. Fuck you, fuck you, Greta. Oh yeah, fuck, fuck you, you, Greta. Shit. But you Cancel. know, like, it, it's ultimately what it comes down to is the the overall ability to produce a good product. If you can put out a solid good product. That nobody can dispute whether or not it sounds good and the content within that goodness is good. Well, then ultimately you're going to get views because people are yeah. really cool about sharing shit that they think is cool. That's what human beings do. Yeah, and it it's super interesting. And I was talking to my aunt who listens to every single one of my shows. She's one of my biggest supporters. She's like, give me two hours a week, just two hour long episodes, whether it's a guest or no guest, just talk and kind of explore what the fuck's going on in the world, explore your thoughts. And that was kind of the basis for the original show was like being able to take what's going on in my mind and what's going on in the world and just dumping it somewhere. Because there's Dude, this is there's the this is unknown the hilarity the prescription that ninety nine percent of the population needs. Uh, like let wait, can we talk oh, about I Karen? And that's just being honest, dude. I want to talk about Karen, bro. Oh <laughs> fuck, Karen! <laughs> What's right. funny oh, is uh, here we go, here we go. Let's go. This is how this is how much I don't care. Fuck you, Greta. So I was talking about somebody. (laughs) I was talking about somebody in the last episode that beat a child as a girl. Yeah. Her name is Karen. Fuck you, Greta. So fuck you, Karen. You're a piece of shit. You beat kids. It's just, it's super interesting to see well, how stereotypes I mean, hold on actually a second. fit. There the is people. so much wrong with that girl <laughs> and the video. There's like, there's a lot going on there. Like, there's a lot. Of... Which, 
which Karen video did you see and explain it? Because I don't think I fully understand. I just know the basic meme of white Karen. Girl, and white girl, I want to Central Park, New York, and all that shit. White so girl walking down. her dog without a leash on it. A uh, black man who is a bird watcher, which, by the way, like you can't make this shit up. This is like the funniest fucking situation. It's like, okay, he's a bird watcher. Like, what the fuck is that? There's really people that watch birds. So anyway, he was a bird watcher. He saw her walking her dog and said, hey, ma'am, you should really put that dog on a leash, which incendiary as he took it, it blew up into this most incredible viral video of a white woman basically telling the guy that, oh, my God, I don't like the way you're talking to me. I'm going to call the police right now. And tell him there's a black man threatening me. And he goes, ma'am, I'm just asking you to put your dog in a leash. And she calls the cops. She calls the cops. And <laughs> her whole life is ruined. Ruined. But she had to give the dog away. Is- she lost the job. The people in her building don't want her there anymore. Dude, her life over. Over. You have to move to Bumblefuck, Virginia. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, oh, and yeah, yeah. obviously we have experience with dogs, is in New York State, there is laws called a leash law. In New York State, you have to have your dog on a leash. If you don't, and you're can not we, in a can we talk about area, the time my dog's dog attacked your taken. dog? Uh, we got like five. Minutes. I mean, my dog so attacked you your dog. That's the last it. little bit, and then we can. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and my fucking ugly my little ass bulldogs that weigh 60 pounds dog. were like, fuck you, little rat, motherfucker, here I come. Oh, I'm glad to hear you. My dog your is literally alive. the sweetest thing in the world. Yeah. Well, if he wasn't, I would have okay, called I, a Call dude, of Duty. I, I tried to download meme. Call of Duty last night, and I was going to play it, and I was like, dude, I cannot do this game. So here we go. Just I download got, Warzone I got a few and minutes left me. on the table. So weight of greed. It's going to be a podcast anthology style about the scams that are going on currently in America. Um, first season is going to be about the postal scams. First season is going to fully focus on that. Who's taking advantage of the elderly? Who's who is taking advantage of the general public, blah, blah, blah. But we're going to make it really fun. It's going to be super fucking funny. It's going to be super crazy. And we're also going to get these motherfuckers. Yeah, well, no, we will. We will. Hopefully. So as I was saying, make sure to check out Reebok. Oh, God. When I got that email, I nearly shit myself. They are a great fucking company. Their, their mailing with FedEx is a little bit fucked up right now, so I'm sitting here tapping my foot because, sorry, it doesn't take eight hours to go from South Carolina to Virginia. That just doesn't make fucking sense. But go check out Reebok. There will be a link down in the description. Also, the UFCstore.com. I am working on getting a UFC fighter on this podcast. Oh, I have one. So if you dude, we have to get Jared Gordon, bro. He's like, dude, me and him are very talk. close, by the way. Yeah, Jared Gordon. He's in the UFC. Uh, absolutely love him. Okay. I met his parents when uh, Nikki was at. 
He's in the he he is in, in the UFC, UFC currently right now. In two UFC. Okay. It's just that's so specific for some reason that only people have name recognition from the UFC. Super weird. Especially probably because Bellator is more like WWE than UFC, but that's beside the point. So UFCstore.com, there will be a link down in the description. If you guys want UFC merchandise from the last UFC event or any of the ones going forward, make sure to check out the link down in the description. They will give you, I don't know if there's any discounts going currently or not, but they will give you amazing products. Even the walk-in wear, which I thought was super fucking cool. You can go get yourself a Connor fucking sweater for like $80, which is fucking insane. That shit looks fucking awesome. Who knows? Maybe they'll hook us up with some uh, custom merch, which would be fucking cool. So go check them out. And this has been Real Men Talk. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.